Welcome to Nourish, Flourish, and Grind. I'm your host, Jeff Winkers, professional personal trainer with a passion for nutrition, psychology and mindset, and fitness. Wow, obesity and diabetes rates have increased 10%. To solve this, we need to nourish our bodies, flourish our mindset, and grind through hard work. Are you ready to nourish, flourish, and grind to better health and happiness? Welcome back. It's good to have you guys all back with me here for another week. We're on week four of uh, season two here, and so we're. I'm really excited to get going, of course. I'm always excited to come on and, and talk with you guys and talk to you guys about important health things. And this week, I it's it's really warming up, guys. It's here in Wisconsin anyways. It's, it's warming up. And uh, one thing that what happens in the summer, we're outside a lot where, you know, whether it's in sports or we're going out in the boat or we're on the beach or we're, you know, just outside doing yard work and we're sweating more and we're getting, you know, our body heat's rising and just a lot of things. We may be even exercising outside. Uh, and, and sometimes there's a lot of beverages flowing and you know what I'm talking about. Um, but there's one beverage that often gets missed. Mistaken, uh, or I should say not mistaken, I should say taken for granted. And that, of course, is water. And water is one of those things that either you're really good at drinking it or you, it's just a struggle to drink it. Um, and there's a couple reasons why that might be. Um, some of us, we just need to do it. Uh, it it's out of, no, no offense to anybody, laziness. Some of us, it's just like you just don't like the taste of it. Um, and some of us, it's really easy. I can, like for me, example, I can drink water any temperature basically as long as it's not boiling. Which, by the way, hold on one second. So, I want to get into how today, I want to get into today how water can help you and your health in multiple ways, not only what it does for your body, but I also want to go into how it helps. It can help with weight loss, how it can help with you toning and reaching those goals, how it helps with athletic performance. So I'm going to get right into it today and, and really get into what it does for your body. And so with that, one of the first things it does is it regulates your body temperature. And so understand that uh, staying hydrated is a critical uh, aspect of your health that it helps maintain body temperature. Your body loses water a lot through sweat, through uh, excretion and urination, uh, those kind of things, especially during uh, sweat through physical activity and hot environments. And your sweat actually is, it is a, there's a function behind that. That's why when you sweat and you start exercising more, you actually hypertrophy your sweat glands, fun fact of the day. And when you do that, that that's because your body's learning that, oh my gosh, I'm getting my body temperature up. I got to help my body stay cool. And so how it does that is it sweats more. And sweat, when uh, when you it helps your body stay cool, um, but your body temperature will rise if you don't replenish the water you lose. So it's important um, to stay hydrated because when your body loses uh, and is, is losing water, you're also losing important electrolytes and plasma when, when your body's dehydrated. So that is one of the biggest key things that it does first and foremost just from a simple um a, a simple realm it it's uh it's really that's a huge piece in what it does for you um it also 
helps, interesting enough, uh, create saliva. So water is the main component of saliva, uh, and saliva also includes small amounts of electrolytes, mucus, enzymes, and it is essential uh, for breaking down solid foods and, and keeping your mouth healthy, actually. So the more uh, saliva is important for keeping your mouth healthy. Um, and your body generally produces enough saliva uh, with regular you know, fluid intake. So if you're regular with that, you're drinking lots of water, uh, you're going to be able to maintain production of saliva, which is going to help, uh, obviously, you be able to enjoy foods and, and be efficient with that, uh, with eating. It also plays an important role in protecting your tissues, the, the spinal cord, the joints. Now, water consumption helps lubricate and cushion your joints. And so, especially as we have like injuries and stuff like that happen, it's, it's really important, but it cushions the joints, it cushions your spinal cord, uh, and it, and it helps cushion tissues. And this will also help. So it helps you enjoy physical activity more and also actually, believe it or not, lessen the discomfort caused, uh, by conditions like arthritis. If you, if you're more hydrated, it's actually been seen that arthritis, uh, isn't as bad. Now I'm not saying it's curing it in no way. Is it going to cure it, but it's going to help again, minimize the effects on, uh, or of arthritis. Next, it also helps, uh, excrete waste through perspiration. Again, we talked about this, uh, urination and defecation. Um, your body uses obviously water to sweat. It uses it to urinate and also to have bowel movements. So uh, if some of you, you might notice that, uh, if you're dehydrated, it actually, I've heard go both ways. I've heard some people it cause constipation, um, and others it can also cause, um, uh, diarrhea. And so it really, everybody's body's different and how it does. That's why, you know, especially when like you're sick and you have, you know, the runs, it's important to stay hydrated because your body is excreting an extreme amount of water, obviously, uh, when you are experiencing diarrhea. So, uh, sweat of course regulates the body temperature. Um, but it also, you need enough in order to have, to stay healthy, have healthy stool and to avoid comp, uh, constipation. Um, and then your kidneys it, with your kidneys, it's important for them to have water. It helps them filter out the waste, uh, through urination. So adequate water intake helps your kidneys work more efficiently and actually helps to prevent kidney stones, believe it or not. So again, it, big, it kind of waters everywhere. We know that our body is, is mostly water. And so it really helps with that. Um, and then it, to kind of go with that, it helps in aiding in digestion, uh, in that experts have found that drinking water before, during, and after a meal will actually help your body break down food uh, that you eat more easily and that it will also help you digest the food more effectively and get the most out of your meals. And that the research shows that your body adapts to the changes uh, in the consistency of food and stomach contents, whether you're more solid or more liquid. Um, and so they just kind of go off of that with, with obviously, you know, urination and, and defecation and sweat. It helps with that. And then, I mean, we can go on and on. It, it helps. It's important for nutrient absorption. It, it breaks down foods, but it also helps dissolve vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients from your food. And because a lot of foods have either water-soluble nutrients or vitamins or minerals or uh, fat-soluble ones. So if you're not getting enough water, you're not effectively pulling the water-soluble nutrients out of the food, which obviously is a big waste uh, of your body's time. But then it also helps deliver uh, that those vitamins and the components of vitamins to the rest of your body for use.
And then uh, it helps with blood oxygen cir- circulation. It carries it's, – it's helpful for carrying those nutrients and oxygen to your entire body. And reaching your daily water intake will improve your circulation, have a positive impact on your overall health. Can, there's some instances where it, it helps, obviously, the more hydrated you stay can help keep blood, blood pressure down and decrease heart rate. Because as we know, if we get dehydrated, it's actually shown that our heart rate can increase and actually our blood pressure can increase. And then lastly, kind of before I really get into some of the fun things, is it helps fight off illness. Drinking water, it, it can help prevent certain medical conditions has been shown such as like I said constipation kidney stones exercise induced asthma UTIs uh, hypertension like I just talked about and then a lot of other things like boosting energy your brain improving cognitive function improving mood keeping your skin bright um, and just of course prevents dehydration so that is those are the big main general benefits of water and Again, if you didn't know water was important before this, you bet your butt you better know how important it is now. And so if you're not drinking water, maybe this gives you a little motivation to start pushing your fluids and getting water into your diet. Now we get to go into really the fun part because it it really plays a role in some other areas. And I want to hit on its role in weight loss. There is some, some... substance to that there's been uh studies that have linked body fat uh and weight loss with drinking water in both overweight girls and women and and that's just specific studies it doesn't necessarily say uh i'm sure there's studies out there that say that it has the same effect on on men as well and so you know drinking more water while working on your nutrition and eating cleaner and and exercising may may just help again you lose those extra pounds that maybe you're struggling to fight off. So again, if you're somebody who is not staying hydrated, again you're you're almost losing a really really key benefit uh, to your goals if your goal is to lose weight. Now, there's a lot of the researchers that have done this are still not 100% sure why drinking more water helps a person lose weight, but the, they are showing a positive correlation between increased water consumption and weight loss. And so um, here's a couple of reasons why it may be. And so water is a natural appetite uh, suppressant. And so you may have heard like some people, one of the oldest things that I ever remember hearing was that before when you get up in the morning, the best thing you can do is drink an eight-ounce glass of water. It gets your metabolism going. But also that you should drink it before a meal um, because it's going to – reduce the amount of food that you're going to eat. And so when the stomach senses that it's full, it's sending these signals to the brain to stop eating. And water can help take up the space in the stomach, leading to a feeling of fullness and and reducing your hunger in that moment. And so before a meal, uh, it can help, again, reduce your your desire to keep eating. And then uh, a person, you know, they may also think that they're hungry when they're actually just thirsty. And, And drinking a glass of water before grabbing that thing in the cupboard and and grabbing that snack or grabbing whatever it is to eat can actually curb that unnecessary snacking that really you're you're really thirsty you're dehydrated your body needs water and instead of food and and really food does have have water in it so uh that's why you're also kind of satisfying that with food and you're thinking you're hungry but in reality uh you you need water and so in a 2014 study and this is according to uh, the medical news today.com 50 overweight females they did this study um, they drank 500 milliliters of water 30 minutes before breakfast lunch and dinner 
in addition to regular water consumption for eight consecutive weeks. And they, they found that the participants experienced a reduction in body weight, body fat, and body mass index. And they also reported appetite suppression, so they weren't as hungry. And um, a, a study actually, they, they note in here from a previous year, actually yielded very similar results. So it goes to show that it can help suppress your appetite. It's, it's just a natural appetite suppressant, which is probably part of the reason why uh, it, it reduces or you lose weight. Um, another reason is that it increases your, your calorie burning ability. And so, again, according to, the, again, medical news today, they're, they're finding that uh, drinking water can help you burn calories. And from a, a 2014 study, again, same year, 12 people who, again, drank 500 milliliters of cold and, t- and room temperature water experience an increase in energy expenditure. And, and we've all heard that if you drink really cold water, your body has to warm it up. Uh, and so you're burning calories in order to warm that up. They actually burn between 2 and 3% more calories uh, than usual in 90 minutes after drinking the water. And so, again, it's not a huge percentage, but again, you're increasing calorie burns, which gun is going to lead to weight loss, and it may actually temporarily increase your body's resting energy expenditure, your BMI, uh, or the number of calories you burn while resting. So uh, drinking cold water, again, is just another way to do that, plus you're staying hydrated. Uh, it, It expends energy to warm it up. It also, water helps remove waste from the body like we we referenced before uh and so when your body is dehydrated it, it can't correctly and efficiently remove waste as urine or feces and and so the water actually helps the kidneys to filter these toxins out and waste uh, while the organ actually retains essential nutrients and electrolytes um and when the body is dehydrated the, the kidneys retain fluid and in order to be able to function properly um, and so it's as a result, you're going to have, and this is very, you know, maybe TMI, but you're going to have probably lumpy stools, you're going to have constipation, and water just keeps the waste moving through, keeping it, you know, soft, loose, and, and so that way things are moving properly. So again, if you're digesting better, um, it, it's going to help you move things out faster, so that way the things maybe that you aren't eating so healthily uh, are actually not staying in your body, and your body's not absorbing all of that either. And so it's a good way uh, of to avoid retaining waste and those uh, those excess things that you don't want um, that may actually add pounds to your body weight. Um, and then drinking water can reduce your overall liquid calorie intake. So uh, and what that means is so if you're drinking more water, you're probably drinking less of uh, you know less things with higher calories like soda, like juice. Uh, you know, even I would say, you know, milks and stuff like that, you know, it's important to drink. Like I, I'm a big almond milk person, which is a lot of water anyways. So you're reducing though, the, the amount that is accumulated from those sources. And we often ignore those calories that we consume in like sports drinks, even and alcoholic beverages. So water can, you know, by replacing those things with water, you're, you're burnt, you're again, limiting how many calories you're taking in that again can lead to, um, weight gain. And so another study that uh, I found, it was a 2012 study, found that replacing two or more high caloric beverages for non-caloric drinks such as water every day for six months resulted in an average weight loss of between two and two and a half percent in a group of females with obesity. So 
it, it just the correlation is there and so that's just another way that it probably helps water another we get into the fifth point is that it actually helps burn body fat it's necessary to burn body fat because without water the body cannot properly metabolize stored fat or carbohydrates and so you're not going to be burning as much of that body fat and so the process of metabolizing fat which is called lipolysis uh, the first step is is actually hydrolysis, which I know we're getting really technical, um, but that occurs when so water molecules are interacting with like fats in in that to create glycerol and fatty acids. So water is important to be able to break down that fat at the molecular at the uh, atomic you know level in order to be able to do that. And so drinking enough water is, is super important for burning off fat from the food and, and, and the stuff that you drink as well as stored fat. And so the last thing is it actually helps with your workouts. And one of the most important components of any weight loss plan, and I, I don't like to talk a lot about weight, but if you are somebody that needs to lose weight, is you know a big component of that is exercise. Water with exercise, and we're actually, it's a great segue into how it helps in performance, but water helps muscles and connective tissues and joints move correctly. We talked about, again, a, one of the benefits of water as a general person is that it, again, provides that cushion for those connective tissues, for your joints, for your muscles. Uh, but it also helps the lungs, the heart, and other organs more work more effectively um, as they ramp up activity during exercise. And so if you're increasing exercise, this, it's helping those organs, those important organs, lungs, heart, those things, work more efficiently, more effectively. And, and being hydrated reduces the risks uh, of things that can get in the way of a good workout, such as muscle cramps and fatigue. So again, if you're drinking more water, you're staying better hydrated, you're not going to be stopped by you know the fact that you're dehydrated, you're cramping up, and or you're having muscle fatigue and, and, and stopping before really you, you could go more. And so, you know, we get into that with, with, you know, when it comes to performance and there's a lot of great things with, when it comes to performance, it's, it's going into, again, the longevity and the duration that you can, you can go with that. And so you got to think about ways that you can stay hydrated so that way you can perform better because that is a big key to whatever your goals are, whether that is building muscle, whether that is being more athletic, being able to perform at a higher level. Again, if you want your body in tip-top shape, you've got to have that hydration level that is appropriate for it, which for which is appropriate for everybody, really. And so, you know, important aspect of, of performance is that, again, it's providing that cushion for your muscles, for your joints. It's helping with the recovery process because, again, it really is very similar to weight loss in that it is enhancing the performance, but it's also enhancing the removal of waste. And that includes waste that is created during exercise. So if we're getting water hydration, you know, water flowing through, you're going to increase your blood flow to the muscles uh, and oxygen circulation, which is going to get healthy nutrients. It's going to get fresh air, oxygen to your muscles, which is going to help you recover much faster than if you're dehydrated. Because again, if you're not getting good blood circulation, the important nutrients that need to be delivered aren't getting there, but also the important, the not so important uh, toxins and, and waste that is produced during exercise is also not being eliminated from those areas and, and out of the body 
And so it's going to, it's really going to inhibit your performance from that aspect. The other side of that is when we talk about performance is in, in terms of muscle growth and being able to build muscles. Now that it's not directly going to like, it's not, it's not like whey protein. It's not going to like directly cause muscle growth, but when you're, you have the proper hydration level, water energizes the muscles. And so, again, it goes back to the quality of your workout. If you're getting a good quality workout and you're able to perform at a higher level, you're pushing the muscles to a, another level. You're able to push them to failure uh, and, and legit failure, 100% failure, not like the 90% because you were so dehydrated you stopped before you really failed, before your body really needed to fail. Um and a part of muscle growth and muscle hypertrophy and strength building is being able to go to that that failure point and do it because then at that point that's causing a neuromuscular reaction in order to produce more muscle fibers in order to be able to produce what you need, whether it's muscle size, whether it is muscle strength or power. So it's just another side of that. Uh, of Again, it's all really, really closely related between weight loss between performance between uh general health it, it really is covering all aspects and so also you know want to hit on you know last thing what happens to your body when you're dehydrated and we've kind of talked through that but you know the biggest key that i want to hit on when it comes to dehydration is we already know what it does to your body and, and your physical ability but it research shows that as little as 1% dehydration negatively affects your mood, your attention, your memory, uh, motor coordination. And it's, it's la we're lacking in, in a ton of, of research in this, but enough, even just one study shows that, that when you're affecting brain tissue and you're decreasing the amount of fluid that's in the brain tissue with dehydration, you're reducing the, uh, you're reducing the brain's volume um, and temporarily affecting the cell function. And so I, I think that is the biggest key that I want you to take away. Not only physically are you, um, are you really lowering the standard, you're, you're diminishing the ability of your body, but you think about it cognitively, how it affects your brain. It is a bit, you know, we want to be alert people. Um, and it, this is an example It kind of goes back into sleep you know, where I've talked about there's so many factors that go into how much sleep somebody needs. And hydration can directly impact, again, your brain's ability to function, but it can also, you, it goes into sleep. So if you're not getting good sleep because you're dehydrated, well, now you're just adding more to the fire in terms of what your brain can do. And I think that is one of the biggest things with dehydration. We're, we all know um, the other things I've already talked about that, but I, I wanted to kind of hit on that and let that resonate with you a little bit, because that is a big part of our body and our ability to perform is our brain. And if we're not giving our brain the optimal, uh, optimal environment to be able to, to perform properly, then again, we're wasting kind of, we're wasting our time. We're wasting so much energy that your body's able to produce and pr put into things because we're not able to again, 100% be there mentally in order to perform at that high level. So it's another thing uh, to consider. And so you might be wondering, like, how much water should should you drink? And that's a great question. It really, you know, I've read things and listened to podcasts that say that too much water is literally a waste of your time uh, and that too little, obviously, we know the effects of what happens there. Um, and so I'm going to get this uh, down 
for you, but really we want to be drinking on average, you know, a good recommendation is I always say 60 to, you know, generally, especially if you're somebody that doesn't drink a lot of water, get 60 to 80 ounces. No, that's the low end. You know, typically we would say we want you to drink about a gallon a day, which is about 120 ounces. So, you know, I would say if you can be above 80 to 120 ounces and really shoot for that number of 100 ounces a day, you're you're doing good. You're, you're getting good adequate water intake. But understand that that doesn't mean drink it all in one sitting because your body has a natural, like, that's why you if you chug water, you'll you'll actually excrete it faster because if you give your stomach something to do and you make your make your stomach feel full it's actually going to push that water out faster and so that doesn't mean drink it all in one sitting it means you need to throughout the day put in you know that 100 ounces of water and so a great a great tip on that when it comes to just drinking plain water is you know get a gallon or even a half gallon and write the the time of day and so by a certain time of day you need to be that water needs to be dropped to this level and by a certain time of day it needs to be to this level and so on and so forth so that's a great way to hold yourself accountable um, now ways to entice yourself to drink water one of my favorite ways is by just adding things like lemon uh, or you know even mint and cucumber is a great refreshing way to add a little bit of zest to your water and the other side of that is you can actually drink carbonated water. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, it's not carbonated water is not soda. So don't even yeah, don't get me started on that. Carbonated water is like things like LaCroix, you know, those kind of things that are flavored naturally, uh, that they're not gonna be strong tastes. For me, I love carbonated water just because I like the carbonation. Um, it doesn't really matter how strong the flavor is for me, as long as even just that little hint of flavor. Uh, goes a long way for me. So, you know, drinking carbonated water, if that's something that entices you a little bit better, I would highly recommend, you know, doing that. The last, you know, really we can go deeper to is maybe you're not a water drinker. So another way you can get your water is through the food you eat. And so I want to give you guys the top, I'm going to give you five foods that you can incorporate into your diet that are most, that are high water content um, that are going to help obviously keep you a little more hydrated. And you'll never guess what number one is, but I'm not going to start with number one. I'm going to start with number five. Uh, number five uh, in terms of water content is is oranges. So it's at, at about 88% water content, um, and they're obviously incredibly healthy, um, but there's a lot of water. So And there's almost a half a cup of water uh, in one orange. And then you go along with that, there's tons of fiber and, and lots of other nutrients. So number one, uh, number five is, is oranges. Number four is peaches. So peaches are about 89% water content. Again, very dense, uh, nutrient dense food. Um, and it's a hydrating fruit. They actually consider it that, uh, close to 90% of, of the weight in, in a peach is, is water, which is really, really cool. And then again, you have several, uh, important vitamins and new, uh, minerals such as like vitamin A, vitamin C, B vitamins, potassium, uh, very, very uh, important nutrients, electrolytes in there. Uh, number three is cantaloupe. I love cantaloupe. Uh, some of you might not, but cantaloupe is about 90% water, uh, and it's extremely nutritious, of course. Uh, basically, all these are going to be. Um, and it actually, they've seen that it can boost your health, and that comes through uh, the fact that it has, uh, um, I'm trying to think of the, the name, uh, beta carotene, uh, which produces its orange, co uh, orange color. And again, uh, in, in about one cup of cantaloupe, 
composed about 90% of water, delivers more than a half a cup of water uh, per serving. And so, you know, one cup of cantaloupe really isn't a ton. So again, a fruit that is going to be very, very high in, in water. Number two is strawberries. And we're just inching up. We got 91% water content in strawberries. And what I love about strawberries is actually they have more potassium uh, per uh, per serving than a banana. So fun fact for you guys. Um, because it's it's about 90% of water, uh, it actually 90%, 91% of its weight comes from water. Um, so it, you know, continue eating them will contribute to your water intake quite a bit. Um, and again, tons of nutrients. Antioxidants is what I love about strawberries. I love berries in general, um, but there's tons of disease-fighting antioxidants uh, and vitamins and minerals in strawberries, which just adds a bonus to it. And number one, again, I y'all know what it is, is, is what it's called. It's watermelon, which is actually very healthy. Um, now, it is very sweet. It does have a little higher sugar in uh, content. Um, but it's actually very, very healthy, and it's the most hydrating food that you can eat. A one cup serving contains over a half a cup of water, uh, well over a half a cup. And, and there's actually a lot of fiber in watermelon, which makes it powerful. And a lot of uh, there's actually vitamin C, vitamin A, and magnesium. And it's actually low in calories, even though again the sugar is a little bit higher than some. Your one cup is still, you know, low on calories. Only about 46 calories per cup. Uh, so it's actually one of those, it's, watermelon's one of those things that we kind of, we discount because it's so delicious, and basically everybody likes watermelon, I'm not saying everybody, um, but it's a, a good bonus, plus powerful antioxidant of lycopene uh, is in there, which is, can actually help, it has the ability to reduce oxidative stress on cells, uh, which has been linked to oxidative stress uh, to diseases such as heart disease and diabetes, so great benefit there. So watermelon takes a cake on what foods you can eat in terms of how to help you stay hydrated. So that is that is water 101 guys and, and if it's something that you struggle with, again reach out to me. I, I would love to help you guys figure out ways to incorporate it better into your diet. Um, but even if you don't, I hope you learn something from this and, and really take a second thought. If you're somebody that doesn't like to drink a lot of water, you, you struggle to do it, take some time to really reevaluate and it, the importance of you doing so. Um, it's one of those things that is essential for life and, and staying alive. Obviously, we can't go longer than like two or three days without water before obviously our body shuts down. So it's pretty darn important when it comes to our lives in general. So if that doesn't kind of open your eyes to, I need to work at this a little bit more, I don't know what else will, but hopefully that gives you guys a little bit of motivation to say, I need to work on this and I'm going to start now um, and not wait until Monday. Start now to get your water intake up uh, and use the tips that I give you a go. And again, there's tons of other resources out there that can help you increase your water intake. So I hope that helps again. Like every week, it, my goal is that you guys take something out of it, even if it's one thing that you can apply to your life, um, whether you're good at drinking water, for example, or you're not. Hopefully, there's one thing you can take that will help you be even better. So I hope you guys have a great day, a great rest of your week, and, and just keep on busting your butts out there. Uh, and, and I appreciate all of you that listen. And so keep nourishing, flourishing, and grinding, guys. I will see you next week. Bye. 
thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of Nourish, Flourish, and Grind. I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't yet, make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure I would love it if you guys rated and reviewed it, whether it's good, bad, or negative. I want to know so I can help you all better in nourishing, flourishing, and grinding towards a better you. Thanks, guys.